Welcome to the Our Safe Harbor Church podcast. Here you can listen to our Sunday sermon, Monday morning message, and midweek Bible study. We hope you will consider subscribing, sharing, leaving a review, but please be sure to check out our website at www.OurSafeHarbor.com to learn more about us and find ways to get involved. Our Safe Harbor Church, we are with you wherever you are. Alrighty guys, thank you so much for being here and for joining me on this journey of figuring out how to better reflect God through all aspects of life by looking at things that I wished I had been taught. Now, we are currently on a journey together to see how coming to the Bible with a specific political lens can often lead you to find support for your political ideas. Once we look at all of these different ideas, we're going to put them all together to figure out how we can better reflect God in our political life as we rightly divide the word of truth, that being Jesus. I encourage you to, once again, watch these videos in the order that they are put out, as well as keeping in mind that the ideas that I talk about in these videos do not necessarily reflect my personal ideas or those of anyone else at our Safe Harbor Church. With that being said, today's subject is capitalism. Now, many of us here in America tend to have a pretty good knowledge of capitalism, given that it is the current government structure under which our country works. Those often in support of a capitalist system will claim that socialism and communism could never truly work as um, Christian ideals because they tend to depend on force, particularly through government enforcement, which is easy to find examples for uh, looking at Stalin, Mao, or Pol Pot. More so, they stand on the idea that real compassion is voluntary and that under a capitalist structure, human conditions can truly flourish. So let's look at some proof texts that are often cited to support capitalism. In an interview with Forbes magazine, Larry Reed, a renowned economist, speaks of the parable of the workers in the vineyard in Matthew chapter 20. This parable, he believes, is given as a defense of a voluntary contract and private property, as well as a defense of supply and demand. He details that an economist, such as himself, would explain the problem of hiring workers and paying a premium at the end of the day as something that an employer had to do to get them to work. Another example is Ray Chamel. In an article in the Bladden Journal, he discussed similar ideas claiming that God granted men land and possession. With this granting, God's expectation is for men to increase their wealth. He cites the parable of the bags of gold in Matthew chapter 25 as a demonstration of this, as well as the idea that an employee is expected to increase his employer's wealth in accordance to their ability. He also references Ecclesiastes 5.18 as a proof text that we must work to eat, which assumes capitalism. And Ecclesiastes 5.18 reads, Behold, what I have seen to be good and to be fitting is to eat and drink and find enjoyment in all the toil with which one toils under the sun the few days of his life, which God has given him, for this is his lot. My next 
my next example comes from Brian Fisher in a piece he wrote for the American Family Association in which he describes Jesus as having capitalism in his DNA. He also makes reference to Matthew chapter 25, but gives it to us in a slightly different perspective. He assumes this to be a business enterprise in Jesus' story and a meritocracy from start to finish. Describing that responsibility is awarded based on ability, not an ethnic or economic quota system. He also assumes that promotions and pay raises are based on achievement, all by looking at the man with five talents who earned five more and was given more responsibility and authority, and likewise with the servant who had two talents. He then goes on to detail that government's purpose, and I quote, in the view of the founding fathers as well as the new testament is there to create a stable and just society in which each of us with minimal bureaucratic interference can pursue happiness based on ability hard work good judgment perseverance education training and ambition all of which will vary significantly from one individual to the next other common passages cited in support of capitalism are Luke chapter 20, verses 22 through 26, which read, Is it lawful for us to give tribute to Caesar or not? But he perceived their craftiness and said to them, Show me a coin whose likeness and inscription has it. They said, Caesar's. He said to them, he being Jesus, then render to Caesar the things that are Caesar, and to God the things that are God's. And so in here, Jesus is referencing, often cited as referencing, like paying tribute to government officials or paying taxes. Um, another example often given is Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 7, where Paul talks about being subject to government authority or um being under government rule and having respect for it because these government authorities are put in place by God. And again, we can see how approaching the Bible through this lens can give one a very compelling argument uh, or case to support capitalism as being biblical or of God. Now, in my next video, the last thing we'll touch on before bringing this all together might hit a little bit closer to home for a lot of us, which is why I once again encourage you guys to stick with me through all of this. We're almost there. And before I end, I'm going to again stress that I'm just laying out context, not expressing my personal opinions or those of anyone specific at the Our Safe Harbor Church. So stay tuned to all my videos to see where I'm going with this and to make sure that I'm not taken out of context either. I hope you guys have a great day and I'll see you next time.